Yeah. Well, usually we're here. We want to save the world. We want to tell you about all the things that are going wrong. And uh, quite honestly, it's Friday, and I'm about to vomit blood after two hours of doing that. So we're going to screw off a little bit uh, for this hour. Sorry, unless you're like me and you're like, oh, thank God. Thank you. Some levity, some light. Yes, yes. And we are going to play something that you haven't heard at least I hadn't, in 20 years from another human being. You haven't heard it on radio, seen it anywhere on television, movies, nothing. It was something that happened on our Wednesday night program with two people that were rescued by you uh, in Afghanistan. And it came at the very end of the show. And every single soldier, sailor, airman in America needs to hear it. I'm none of those things, and it deeply affected me as well. We start there in 60 seconds. So, Pat, I don't know if you've heard this, but the economy might be struggling a bit. Did you hear that? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Isn't that weird? Uh, You know, in fact, in uh, California, they're paying now $7 a a gallon for gas. Yeah, uh, that's a little pricey. Yeah. Don't really feel bad for them. No, I don't. I feel bad for everybody who didn't vote for that, but uh, everybody who did, congratulations! And uh, you're gonna you're gonna look at they, these days as the good old days at the gas station soon. Congratulations! Um, how are your finances at your house? Pay down your credit cards. Get out of that high interest rate on your credit card. Uh, also, how is the mortgage on your house? What are you paying? Uh, here's what I want you to do. You take 10 minutes and you call American Financing, 800-906-2440. They work for you, not the banks. There's no obligation. They're not going to rope you anything. You just give them the information. How much money do you owe? What are you paying in interest? And then some people are like, and I don't want any loans from this bank or that bank. And they will make it happen. They will come to you and show you exactly what you can get in a loan instrument. And if it works out for you, great. They come to your house to do all the the closing. It's fantastic. It really is. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's American Financing. Or you can go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So I brought in our uh, head writer, Jason Buttrell, who is also a uh, Marine and was in Marine Intelligence uh, or Army Intelligence. What were you in? Oh, how dare you say Yeah, yeah. Army Intelligence. It was Marine (laughs) Intelligence. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Uh, So you were in Marine Intelligence. You were one of the first people in Afghanistan. And... um, Ever since we ended things in Afghanistan and the way we did, you have really had a hard time. And I haven't even known how to talk to you. And I mean, you know, a lot of other people that were having a hard time with the way it ended there. Yeah, I I think that there's two different mindsets from soldiers. And this goes back to the beginning of time. Go back Mm -hmm. to Alexander the Great. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just doesn't matter when. But fighting men, when they go into battle, there's a couple mindsets. There's one mindset that I fight for my teammates. I fight for the guy on on the left and the guy on my right. 
And usually they don't have issues when they get out of combat. Um, and that's great. And that's actually the mindset to have. Mm-hmm. Um, not too many people that think like that have issues today. Now, there's other people. There's another mindset that they hope that, you know, that we're going to for a reason. That right? would be my mindset. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm a mixture of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to make sure that I did something over there. I did. I contributed to the common good. Mm-hmm. And they are the ones that have an issue right now. And again, I'm somewhere in the middle. And like I remember rolling through the streets of Kandahar and you would see women stepping out of their homes and they were throwing off their hijabs or taking off their their head coverings. They were jumping into vehicles and driving off to go down to the store. Mm. And I I felt that in my heart. Mm-hmm. I was like, we are here not only to help destroy the Taliban and Al Qaeda, but this right here is a tangible thing that you now see when the fall happened and the disastrous, you know, uh, thing that happened a, a month ago that those flashbacks come back to you and you're like, so I did all this for nothing. Right. So but, we had, we had, um, two sisters in for Wednesday show it. We've never done a show like this before. You really need to watch it. It is, it's captivating. These are two unbelievably brave women. Um, two sisters. One was, repeatedly i mean came this close to death with the taliban uh and uh she got out and it's because of you this audience and you really need to watch it it is it's such a powerful story and such a good story um you're i think you're gonna love it and you can watch it with your family it's really a good story um but at the end and we didn't plan on keeping this into the show but at the end um uh, Ricky, our producer, our executive producer, brought you in. You had been sitting in the, the dark, and I didn't know that you were in the studio at the time. And she said to the girls, uh, hey, I want you to meet somebody. He's our head researcher, and uh, he was over in Afghanistan. And they stood up, and they hugged you. And we were told beforehand, shake hands if they put their hand. It's kind of like in Israel. Don't shake hands with a woman unless she puts her hand out. Yeah, um, And... You know, there was I didn't shake hands or hug or anything. But when you walked up, they both stood up immediately and hugged you. And I want to play this moment because I think this should be shared with every single service man or woman who fought in the last 20 years. Listen, U.S. military suicides have tragically skyrocketed since the war in Afghanistan began. Now, thanks to the horrific way we left, thousands of U.S. troops feel confused, betrayed, and that their sacrifice, the lives of their fellow brothers and sisters, was a waste. It's my understanding that you said one of the conditions of this interview was you wanted to tell the American soldiers something. Yes. What is that? It was... Not in a waste. It was not in a win. Those 20 years bring us freedom, bring us democracy, give us multiple chances, opportunities. Women like us get, was able to go and get educations, was able to travel by themselves, was able to work. Their driving license had the right to the property. For the people of Afghanistan, we will remember the soldiers. 
I'm grateful for all of them who served in my country. Because of you, I'm here. Because of you, I made it to be educated, to be, have rights, democracy, and educations. And have a life that has meant something. And the purpose that has been given to me. And the choices that I made, it's because of those sacrifices. We all know a U.S. veteran, but I wonder if those men and women wouldn't be suffering so much now if we told them this a little more often. Can I just tag you? Yes, you can. Because of you guys, we are here. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, because, yeah. You thank guys, you we are educated. I really appreciate what you said, because a lot of us have questioned a lot lately, and for you to say that means a lot. I never doubt what you did. You did a lot to us, to my family, to our people, to Afghanistan. You make you made it a stable country so no one can use it as a basement for the terrorists and to use it what we know worse than what happened in the United States could happen. So thank you for all the services you did. Yes, ma'am, it was my absolute pleasure. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. have any idea how many millions of soldiers that will make them feel better. I know because if we have, I, if I'm here right now, if I'm educated, if my generation are educated, if the same as me, the other girls are educated, it's because of them. It's because the military people, they provide a safe place for us. I, I just wanna want to say one thing more to, to the families. To all children that their fathers, their mothers died in Afghanistan. I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. Always be proud of who they are. They just did not save one, they saved one generation. Generation, our generation is saved. They are educated. They are well raised because they did the sacrifice. And for everyone who, who served in Afghanistan, It's much more than what you think. It meant a lot to us. We never seen them as a, someone who, who comes to occupy Afghanistan. We always see the United States and United military as the people who came to save us, save our country, and they did. They did. For 20 years, we had democracy because of them. We had human rights. We've torn ourselves apart since we went to Afghanistan. We're not the same nation we were. <clears throat> and about maybe a third of the country, half of the country, been trying to convince the other half that are military and 
the things that we have uh, done overseas that were just monsters and killers. And I think that's the first time in 20 years I've heard somebody who knows say something good about us. It's an amazing special. You can uh, find it at uh, the Blaze YouTube channel. You can find it at uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn. That's just the ending of it, but I, I want you to share it with anyone that you know that is a, a veteran. Uh, to see what these you understand how it has affected generations now. And you should watch, if you gave to the Nazarene Fund, you should watch because of, of their lives and how many lives you have affected. And it's generational, truly generational. That was a gut punch when she said that. I had not thought of that before at all. And the moment when she said that, the first thing that popped in my mind was all of the babies and the young kids mm -hmm. that we saw running out and playing out in the streets. Mm -hmm. It's been 20 years, just like she said, mm -hmm. we saved an entire generation. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I mean, we're not, we still haven't seen the transformative effect that that will have on the country. Oh, these that's still going to happen. Yeah. There are, there were thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, if not a hundred thousand plus that are now outside the country and they are not, they're not looking to necessarily live here. They love their country. They want to go back. They will find ways to be able to support their country on the outside now. Um, this, is, this story is far, far from over. Back in just a second. Do yourself a favor sometime. Uh, today, Google Giza Cotton. Giza Cotton. In case you don't know, Giza Cotton is regarded widely as the the best cotton in the world um and it is it's durable it's super super soft it is um it's what giza dream sheets are made out of by uh, mypillow.com they get softer every time you sleep on them i love them uh and i am a real sheet snob and i love the giza dream sheets and the price is stunning, especially right now, because you can get the Giza Dream Sheets, uh, buy one, get the other set free. Deep, deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. So enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117. The Giza Dream Sheets, buy one and get one free. 800-966-3117. You need the promo code Beck at MyPillow.com. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, so Pat and I were just talking about Dune because we have, we have war wounds, okay? <laughs> We have we saw the battle. We saw the heat of battle in the eighties. We went, and it scarred many of us. Uh, sure did. We can't even read the book because it, that movie was so horrible. And I believe if they do it to another generation, 
that story is buried forever. Absolutely. And uh, so it's got, what, 88% audience score? I think, yeah, out of Rotten Tomatoes. And then, you know, pretty good uh, critic response, Ooh, too. critics, well, really? they don't usually respond well to sci-fi. And it's gotten pretty high reviews from many, many of them. Okay. Uh, Remember so. when critics used to matter. Yeah. Uh, and then Jason comes in and he says, oh, you guys have to see Dune. You've got to. It's amazing. So you saw it last night on HBO Max? I saw it right away. It came on like at 6 p.m. instantly because I was a fan of the 80s. I actually liked it. What? I, I like the, okay. the backstory. You, you, you then Hang just on, blew just, this movie for us. Attention. <laughs> Dismiss everything this man has said. <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, That's marine intelligence. Right, right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> if, if you're a sci-fi nerd like I am, you still find a way to appreciate the 80s version. No. Hmm. But, this, but this one is no. all the great story. Without all the flaws of the '80s, if you're able to look th- over, th- if you were able to look through that, you l- you would enjoy the '80s. See, I didn't see anything but flaws in the right. '80s. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was ponderously slow. Too, yeah, right. Oh it was gosh. just a bore. Yeah, and yeah. bad. So a the, bad bore. So they took that out. So, like in the '80s version, they had all that inside dialogue inside yeah, yeah, the yeah, characters' yeah. heads. Mm-hmm. That to dragon. Mm-hmm. They they took all that out. Um, Dune, the but planet if, of spice. Don't, doesn't he right. whisper that a million times? A million times. Mm-hmm. Fear is the mind killer thing. That is was it, like in, half the, is yeah. it in this one too? No, it's not. Okay. So they took all that out. All right, but if, if you want to see how unoriginal George Lucas is, and I'm going to get hate mail for saying that probably, you'll notice when you watch this movie, he took everything oh. from Dune. Everything. Wow, really? It's funny because yes. they're saying that Ascension, huh. I'm seeing in Ascension a lot of uh, Star Wars too. Really? Have you seen that? I haven't seen Ascension. Mm-mm. Ascension. On- yeah, no, we were talking about it earlier. No Ascension. foundation. Is oh, what foundation. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Foundation. Yes. Yeah, a yes. lot of it. I foundation mean- supposedly was literally the foundation for almost all sci-fi afterward, mm-hmm. right? Including yeah. George Lucas yeah. and Dune. And it's really... Have you seen that yet on Apple? I'm caught up. Yeah, that's good. Oh, it's really good. Another one dropping really tonight. Yeah, all no. right. So is it as good as that, Dune? Uh- I think it's better than that. It's, it's more epic. Oh, it seems it's wow. so foundation's epic. This seems more epic. There's like what, like ten to fifteen books all. On the, this is going to be a series, I think, because this one was. It seems like it's being successful. Foundation. But yeah, they're yeah. Gonna, no. Well, no, the uh, Dune. Oh, they're going to turn Dune into the next Lord of the Rings or the next Star Wars. Mark my words. It's well, there's good. definitely a, a second Oof. one planned because this is only part one, right? Part one. So this one ends. Well, they are they are very optimistic. Yeah, aren't I would they, have, though. I would have put my money down on the table very hesitantly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're waiting to see how it's received because the first one was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. So. Yeah, you got that going for you. Yeah. Got that going for you. Oh, I, you've been telling me about devs for a while. Oh, my gosh. D-E-V-S, devs. It is fantastic. What's it on? I don't on? even know is what it is on. Hulu? Amazon? Maybe Hulu? it is Hulu. Hulu, sure. maybe. Just search for devs, D-E-V-S. It is so good. And it's about Silicon Valley, kind of. Mm. Uh, and what these big tech guys are really doing with big tech. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh, my. It is. And I think it's based on Kurzweil. I think there's a little that is. I won't spoil anything. But if you know some of these big tech geniuses, I think it is. I mean, I don't think they're doing this. But they could be, and we and we always have our noses in this. We're always looking at like future yeah. futuristic stuff and what technology is going to be like in the future. I think they're pretty dang close to how scary it is going to get. I do too. It's beyond sci-fi. Too. Like the I don't yeah. want to go too far into it spoiler wise, but 
No, I won't say that. No, like, don't say what they're it. actually doing. Yeah. But when you see the reveal of what they're working on, it's going to blow your mind. It's yeah. going to make a lot of the stuff that we've talked about on yeah. air make sense. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, it's remarkable. It's mm. remarkable. And I think with quantum computing, it may actually, it may actually be realistic in the end. Yeah. And these are the things that they're working on right now. They're just about done with them. So like, how, what's life going to look like? In the next five to ten years? Yeah. With this stuff? I don't know. You've seen, uh, speaking of which, uh, of Silicon Valley and all that, uh, Mark Zuckerberg is uh, planning to change the name of Facebook next week. What? Have you seen that talk? Yeah, no. the Facebook is changing its name. To liar? And their, fo- <laughs> <laughs> and their focus of the company from being a social media network to uh, metaverse. They're, they're trying to change the... Have you read about much about the metaverse? Supposedly it's... No, the metaverse? Yeah, I can't it's the believe. internet on steroids. It's supposed to be oh, unbelievable. And this is what Mark Zuckerberg is all focused on now. Uh, let's look that up and talk about yeah. that when we come back. Just right. a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. When the warranty on your car runs out, what's your backup plan? Something goes wrong. You have to get repairs. Are you just like hoping that you're going to have money in the bank? If you have Car Shield, you're not in for an expensive trip to the mechanic shop. When that day comes, and it will come, car repairs uh, are just, they, they can be bankrupting. They really can. And usually you'll look at something that is really expensive and you're like, car's not even worth that. I, I'll just get a new car. Uh, well, have you looked at the price of new cars? Fords are up 35%. That's insane. So what are you going to do? Please, if you're out of warranty, please get Car Shield. I have Car Shield on my old trucks and they have saved me a buttload of money. Visit carshield.com/beck and save 10%. carshield.com/beck. A deductible may apply. Glenn Beck Program, Stupid Gear, Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com and use the promo code Glenn. You know, the, uh, the girl that we highlighted on uh, Wednesday night special, the one we just played, Asthma, uh, she was, she escaped from Iraq and, uh, or sorry, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. And is here now in the United States. The Taliban uh, destroyed. There's part two to this story once it's finished. Um, uh, but the rest of her family, we got out as well. Uh, she had to leave them behind. But we have the rest of the family out. But they, their lives were destroyed. He had to burn. The father had to burn their own house down. Because there was so much evidence in it that they worked with. The Americans, uh, and they were hunted, and uh, she never thought they'd see them again, and the Nazarene Fund got them out. But it, her dad saved for her college education, and she went for, I think, one year of uh, education uh, to college, and now she, you know, she's here, doesn't have a job. Her dad is here. They, they're starting from scratch. We'd like to help her with her education. Um, and if you would like to do that, 
Uh, I'll tell you, it makes the world of difference. Uh, Mercury1.org. You can uh, just go there. Asthma Scholarship Fund. Mercury1.org. If there is uh, any way you want to help out on that, please do that now. Mercury1.org. Okay, so Metaverse. I'm sorry, I was thrown by Metaverse because I think of that as Ready Player One and not Mm -hmm. reality yet. So as Pat brought up the Metaverse, that they are changing the uh, name, apparently changing the name of Facebook uh, to reflect the Metaverse, which they say they will be all about in five years. Uh, I don't believe they're going to change the name of Facebook. They're going to make that a product. And then Facebook with Zuckerberg, what's now known as Facebook, all of the infrastructure, they'll do what Google did with with Alphabet. Yeah. They'll leave the Google and then they'll just jump up into a bigger company. Umbrella. Umbrella company. Yeah. Um, And the metaverse is uh, your experience online. You will be an avatar. If you haven't seen Ready Player One, that's what's coming our way. And it's like an escape from reality. Yeah. And you just so your avid you live through your avatar mm-hmm. in a virtual world. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are going to be addicted to that. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, it is the important part of Ready Player One is the part that nobody ever talks about. Uh, do you see how they're living? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're living in absolute abject poverty and squalor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what will distract people from wh- how we work, what we're doing. And not only that, yeah. the point, big point in Ready Player One is how disconnected everyone was. They were so like, in, you know, involved with their online activity because it was just so great. And we were so happy in this, you know, virtual mm-hmm. world. But everyone's personal relationships were completely gone. Mm-hmm. And you, we talk about we've talked about a lot about the Great Reset and Klaus Schwab. And, you know, you'll own nothing. But don't worry about it, guys, because you'll be happy. happy. Well, how? Because Brave, yep. Brave New World's, uh, you know, solution was that was heavy, heavy medication, medicating mm-hmm. the populace into, you mm-hmm. know, being happy and forgetting. But this is the other side. This is you'll be happy because you'll be stuck in this virtual world. So no matter that the world's falling apart around you and you're being, you know, ruled over by this giant oligarchy. You, you don't won't care. A, you don't care because I you think can I'd just rather escape. have the drugs. I think I'd rather have you the have drugs. The drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have the drugs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, you know, also in Ready Player One, you notice that. The corporations control your finances. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're working to pay off your debts. And that's exactly what the Biden administration is mm-hmm. working towards right now. Mm-hmm. That's why, well, no matter what they tell you about that $600 or $10,000, uh, you know, to track down, you know, evil rich people. First <laughs> of all, it's $10,000 over a year. I mean, that's stuff going into your account and out of your account. Who doesn't, it, who, who doesn't, who doesn't do make more than $10,000 a year? Correct. And if you're making $10,000 a year or less, you are, you're most likely going to a cash check kind yeah, of place. You might not even have a bank account. Yeah. And so, I mean, so everybody, it affects everybody, everybody, everybody. And that, it that's is, middle America is who yeah, they're targeting, right? Everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really not about the IRS. It's about control. It's about total control of how you spend your money. And think about the other ramifications for this. This is a backdoor way in for making private lists that they can like put you on. Like how many people buy firearms that Mm -hmm. listen to the program? Like I probably buy about 10 a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a little addicted. Yeah, you buy bullets. You're on a list. You're on a list. You're on a list. I mean, it's it's incredible what's what's happening. uh, And people aren't really paying attention to it. But you know, what's weird is. 
you know, the metaverse and everything that's happening now, Pat, we've been talking about these things for 30 Long years, yeah. 30 years. And now to be living it is different than I thought. Yeah, me too. Really? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I've gone through a really hard uh, time of, you know, I've, I've been saying you're not going to recognize your country. You're not going to. But now that it's actually mm-hmm. here and I'm watching it, it's so overwhelming i can't imagine yeah what it's like for people who haven't mentally prepared for this yeah because it's just everything happening is not america right and you're just reminded of that every single day in addition to the the bank accounts that is so unconstitutional and following everybody's transactions uh during the course of the year you know you also have simultaneously going on we had another story of the civil asset forfeiture again this week where uh, a, a couple of Vietnamese uh, refugees who've been here now for like 40 years, but they came from Vietnam, built a business, saved since the 1980s $141,000. Oh and gosh. they were going, they were driving to buy some land. I think it was in Colorado. And they were going to buy a bunch of acres of land from somebody in Colorado. They get pulled over. They weren't even speeding. Why were they pulled over? Uh, they don't know. They don't know, and the and the police haven't haven't said. Uh, it, they, it was How two in the morning, possible? so maybe they were suspicious because it was two in the morning. But, oh, I know that never happens in America. Right. People driving across country at two in the morning. Right. What? <laughs> so they get pulled Jeez. over, and the cops get them out of the car and start asking them where they're going and why, and all of these kinds of things, and start talking about uh, money. And they say, "Well, yeah, we have a we have a lot of cash, which was a huge mistake. We we have a lot of money because we're going to." you know, buy some land right now. And then things got really weird. Then they called in extra cops and they wound up taking $141,500 from them. $141,500 confiscated it, took them uh, to the police station and interviewed them for three hours and then let them go. Didn't charge them with a thing. And but the, kept the, money. the money. Oh kept my the gosh. Money. That happens over and over. You can't believe how many times that happens it's commonplace now in in america i have to tell you um i have to tell you i i you know if you go to the bank and try to take your money physically out of the bank you are going to be tracked and they're going to know it because it all the banks don't have money anymore and i don't know when this changed but in the last i don't know 10 years where the money does not reside in the vault so if you're a bank robber you're the dumbest person in the world because they usually will only have like maybe five grand, maybe. Um, and every night, the mm. Federal Reserve comes and picks up the money and puts it in their vaults. And then you have to ask. So the bank says, you call up and say, hey, I want $20,000. They don't have it. They don't have it. It has to come from the Federal Reserve. And so. That's interesting. Yeah. So it comes and uh. it is marked as your money. It comes in a big plastic bag all sealed up and here it is but you're tracked now if you are stopped with that money what paperwork do i need from the bank to prove that this is mine Mm -hmm. so what happened what pat just said happened doesn't happen to me doesn't happen to you 
And and you shouldn't have to worry about that because it's no. not illegal to carry cash with you. It is the Fourth Amendment. Again, we are breaking the yeah. Fourth Amendment like crazy. If they don't have, why did they stop this couple? And if you have reason to search their car, then okay. But it, yeah. it is, it's making people want to not be honest with the cops, which is the wrong signal to send. But I would never tell cops about large amounts of cash. I wouldn't I tell anybody about would large. not yeah. tell them. So, uh, you know, they're, you're, you're there. If they don't have a probable cause, they cannot search it. Supposedly. Supposedly, but they, they do. do. It's a violation of the Fourth Amendment right. And you need to know that you need to say mm-hmm. when they say we're going to search your car, what's probable cause here? Well, we don't we, we just uh, what's probable cause? What are you looking for? You look suspicious. W- Why? Okay. Based on what? Based on what? And what do you think you're going to find in the car? We're going to find marijuana cigarettes. OK, they search the car. They find a bag of money, but not any anything to do with marijuana cigarettes. Mm-hmm. It's my understanding, according to the Fourth Amendment, you can't take it. Oh, right. Oh, it's, yeah. You you're looking for this specific thing. You're not you. There is no general warrant that can be issued. And you really need to know this. In 90 percent of the cases, the the people whose money has been stolen from them by law enforcement uh, are never charged with anything. No, they just go They're away. They're not charged at all. And they don't get their money back usually. Yeah, that's true. So how long ago did this happen to this Vietnamese uh, This was couple? last week. Have you talked to them? I have not. Would you give me that uh, story? So to, we'll, yes. we'll see if try we can get them him. on. Yeah. I mean, this is this is happening a lot. It is. It's even happening in Texas. Mm-hmm. And it's got to stop. Something like $2 billion a year is uh, confiscated by law enforcement every year in America. It's the RICO Act. That's what that's what happened. The RICO Act was being able to go take somebody's boat and, you know, their car. Right. If they were a drug drug dealer criminal. Right. Guilty by association, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so now now when you have a large sum of cash, who carries that? Nobody carries that. Nobody does that. You shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. There must be something suspicious. A lot of times they can't do that. They use drug dogs as an excuse. Well, they hit on the cash. The The drug dog hit on it. Well, if you have $140,000 in $100 bills, unless they're brand new from the Treasury, there's, there's got to be resi- residue <laughs> yeah, of somebody yes. who snorted Coke through one of them. <laughs> Jeez. How does the Fourth Amendment not also apply to the $10,000 bank account? It does. It does. It should. Yeah, it should. They're searching through all your finances yeah. if you have $10,000. This is the thing yeah. that actually, th- this is what got us to send the Declaration of Independence. There were all kinds of usurpations, but it was what we now know as the Fourth Amendment that said enough Mm -hmm. because the king could do a general warrant. And so he could say, you know, that Glenn Beck guy, he's talking up a, a mountain of stuff. Just go through all of his stuff, find something. And so they could go through everything and they could go through all my papers, all the stuff at my house. They could they could do anything they wanted under a general warrant. And so when we won, that what became the Fourth Amendment. You have to have a specific warrant. What is it you think they've done? Where specifically in the house do you think it is? 
And no matter what you find, if that's not part of the warrant, tough luck. You can't do it. So when the IRS says we're just watching people, you cannot do it because of the Fourth Amendment. And we all need to know the Bill of Rights because it is the Bill of it is the it is the destruction of the Bill of Rights that is the core to all of our problems. It's when Joe Biden, like he did last night, say freedom. I love these people who are saying freedom. <laughs> wow, that's coming from the president of the United States. Yeah, freedom, yeah, freedom. And it's the Bill of Rights. Back in a minute. OK, I want to to uh, I want you to think back on the last time you had to get a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Did you know who you were getting or did you just kind of like hear it from somebody and they're like, yeah, they were pretty good. I mean, they had mustard on their tie the whole time, but they were pretty good. OK, do you even know how to what questions to ask a realtor who wants to sell your house? Do you even know that? I didn't. My brother didn't either. We started uh, real estate agents. I out of frustration in our own lives. And now it's a free service to you. We got together with the uh, 500 best real estate agents uh, in America, according to the Washington, uh, the um, Wall Street Journal. And we asked them all kinds of questions. How do we know? How do you know what a good real estate agent is? What are the traits that you need? What are you looking for? Uh, And they told us. And so we put it together in a system. And that's how we find real estate agents. And they don't work for us. They're just we have gone out and we've scoured and looked for those that have the best practices. That's who will turn you on to. Now, you have to do your own homework and and interview them yourself. But I think you're going to like what you see. It's a free service to you. If you're looking to buy or sell a house or both, contact realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Hello, and uh, welcome to the program. We're glad you're here. Uh, The Alex Baldwin story uh, shan't be missed uh, by this program. Mm. Uh, He apparently killed a cinematographer uh, and wounded another on the set of some Western he's shooting. Uh, And he was using a prop gun. Somehow or another, a live round got into it. And as he's shooting, he he shoots the cinematographer. Could have been pointed the camera, pointing the gun at the camera. I'm guessing. That's the no, only if he would have pointed into the camera, it would have gone in the lens and it would have stopped in the camera. So mm. he's now that mm. doesn't mean that he was pointing at the counter at camera. The camera may have been in front of him, and he points just off to the side yeah. where the cinematographer probably would have been. Yeah. Or. What a weird thing, though. How he did, just wanted yeah. to kill the cinematographer. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> How does that happen? I don't Seriously. know. Seriously. That's horrible. Over, 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 over and over again, too. I mean, it's not common, but yeah. it has happened before. Bruce Lee's son. Several times. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is why, I mean, if you have NRA training, you don't ever, even a fake gun, ever point it to somebody. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't think if I was on a movie set, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable having somebody on the other end of the gun even if it was the cinematographer saying i want you to point right here yeah. please move and mark the spot yeah. that's what you learn yeah. you know when you're not on an anti-gun rant people that know guns know that yeah you don't ever even a toy gun you don't ever Sorry. point Sorry. at something unless you intend on killing it ever mm-hmm. uh our thoughts and prayers are with alec baldwin it's a sad this story it's the glenn Beck program